listening to Ranking Tracks, part of CKCC Radio. And now your host, Jeff Trellowitz. And welcome to a special edition of Ranking Tracks here on CKCC Radio. As always, my name is Jeff. Thank you for listening. And I am joined today by a good friend of mine that I've not seen in so freaking long. And this is his podcast debut. Has never done a podcast before, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jason Pedrick. Hello, everybody. Now, a little bit about Jason before we get started. He ran a very popular blog called The Peverett Files for a couple years there that I was always on and uh, got a chance to interview some uh, pretty famous people. So tell us some of the people you got to interview. Now, Paul McCartney, Robert Plant, Ringo Starr, Sting, Cheryl Crow, that guy that guy <laughs> so all different people it was fun I did it for 15 years and until there's time to wrap it up maybe do something different in the future so. and of course you just recently interviewed one of my favorites Mr. Brian May yeah that was really really cool and that was surprising and that was perfect timing too because that was one of my last ones to do um, so the timing on that one was really good and I'm still getting interviewed And Kelly Clarkson, if you're listening to this, he will, yeah, just, just let him know. He will bring the Peverett file back, just for yeah, one I'll time only. Alright, so we're going to talk about one of your favorite artists. In fact, somebody that you've interviewed multiple band members for. Yeah, three of them. So we're going to talk Bare Naked Ladies. And I've actually had this album on waiting when I, because I came up with the idea to do this after I did the Men Without Hats podcast, which was like three, two or three months ago. And I'm like, all right, what other great Canadian bands are there? Well, duh, Bare Naked Ladies, got to put them on the list. And you had expressed interest in doing your own podcast. So we, I thought, why not introduce you to the world of podcasts by having you on this one? So we're going to talk about the biggest Bare Naked Ladies album there is. It's Stunt. Now, this album was actually recorded pretty quickly, actually, between February and March of 1998, with a July 7th, 1998 release. According to Wikipedia, it is two different genres, alternative rock and pop rock. I think it's more pop rock than anything else. There were five singles, and it ran for 51 minutes and 17 seconds. Oh, yeah, I probably did, too. I have this on CD. I have three or four different Bare Naked Ladies albums on CD. So we're going to get started. There are 13 tracks on the album. So we're going to start with, for me, it's 13, but it's actually track number five. The song is called Leave. What a sad song to start with. 
Oh yeah, uh, uh, and I mean, this is how sad it is. These are the lyrics that it starts with. I've informed you to leave because I can't afford to lose more sleep. I'll get ill when I get tired, so I'll try to rest if you stand guard. Do 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 do. Whoa. I've informed you to leave because I can't stand to hear you breathe. I chew up and I choke down the scraps you choose to leave around. When you think bare naked ladies, you think fun, poppy, you know, catchy tunes. This song is none of those things. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that one tends to sing the happier songs and one doesn't unless it's, you know, a duet like If I Had a Million Dollars. Yeah. All right, we're going to move now to the my 12th favorite song off the album, which happens to be track number 12, Some Fantastic. Oh, my God. I've never actually seen them live, so... I've seen them live way too many times. <laughs> I saw them live the first tour when they first came to America before they were even, even known. Um, in fact, the first album I got, Gordon, the first album, was an import. It was released in America. It was um, an import. I from a record store. I, I I do have Gordon as well. That's the one with the like the Pepsi logo on it. That was the American version. The English uh, um, Canadian version has a picture of them on the cover of it, but I got both versions. Nice. Um, even the same album, but I had to get both. Oh no! Trust me, I understand it. I, I'm the same way when it comes to Queen stuff. So that makes sense. So the lyrics for some fantastic go: One day I will build a fountain and drink and never grow old. Then I'll market an elixir that will eliminate the common cold. Find your sickness on my list, pay up front, and make a wish. I mean, there's a lot of wishful thinking in this song, but... Yeah, but <laughs> well, it's fantastic lyrics. Some fantastic lyrics. Um, yeah, that, it's a um, great song, sung by both Pete and Robinson. And in fact, one time when I saw the band, they switched. Um, the verses. Nice. So, Ed sang Steven's verse, and Steven sang Ed's verse, and then they said afterwards, they made a mistake. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that happened. Um, I look at it this way, though. You know, think about how many times you and I did shows at Disney and just went into autopilot. So if you've heard a song enough times... It doesn't matter whose lyrics it is. It just kind of clicks in your head like, oh, this part needs to be sung. Yeah, that's true. But that's a great song. I love that. I love this song. And um, every time I hear the bye-bye-bye part, I think I'm in sync for some reason. Of course. If you put the word, if you repeat the word bye-bye-bye three times, you almost, by law, have to do that dance. Yeah, I'm just 
Yeah, and then like, kind of like waving slowly. No, it's yeah. <laughs> sadly there is a video, I think, of me doing that at karaoke once. Oh, I don't know. That will not happen. <laughs> it, it was done at Jungle Gyms. R.I.P. Jungle Gyms. Oh, my God. So, all right. Next up is going to be track number eight, In the Car. Oh, I love this song. This is another sad song. Yes. She fed me strawberries and freezer-burned ice cream. I said goodbye, I guess. She lifted up her dress, so I must confess, we made out one more time, before I left for good. She thought I'd come back, but I wouldn't want to seem like other guys. First of all, you don't expect naughty lyrics from from Bare Naked Ladies. I mean, obviously with, the, with their name, it's slightly naughty, but you don't expect she lifted up her dress when quoting Bare Naked Ladies. No, but great lyrics. Because you, you just think pure lyrics, because, you know, off the top of my head, the closest thing to a naughty lyric before I, you know, did lyric research was uh, from, I can't think of the, the actual song, but it's when he's talking about, I, I head out under there, I just made you say underwear. I mean, and that's a, that's not even, even remotely close to, and then she lifted up her dress. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that at all. But yeah, great song. All right. Next up is the 10th best song for me. It is track number four, I'll Be That Girl. Oh, very, very, very cool song. Um, that song is actually written by Stephen Page and Stephen Duffy. Stephen Duffy, as we wrote, and um, along with Duran Duran. Um, he also had a hit. And the lyrics were, if I were you, and I wish that I were you, all the things I'd do to make myself turn blue. I suppose I'd start by removing all my clothes, so here we go again with the naughty lyrics. Tie my pantyhose around my neck. That's kinky. (laughs) I'll be that girl you would be right over. There's a message in there somewhere. They like asphyxiation. Hey, I here on on ranking tracks, we do not kink shame. 
Next up is track number 11, Told You So. I mean, let's face it. This entire album is great. There, there aren't any bad songs. That's as I've said many times on this podcast. It's a you know, there's no bad songs. There's just songs that I prefer over another. There's not one that I'm like, oh, this song is trash. Skip. That's true. Yeah, this album is pretty solid from the beginning to the end. Told you so. One of my favorite lyrics. I never jumped in and rescued you, but I wanted to. I didn't tell you which way to go, because I thought you'd know. You had a problem with your newfound wealth. You brought it on yourself. I can think of a few people that songs can be about. Oh, yeah. And that's the best thing about music, is how, in your mind, it's easy to assign it to a certain person. That's true. You know, we always assume that it's only, like, love songs that we can do that about. Oh, hell no. Nope. There are so many songs that you can just, you know, you automatically, maybe it was playing when you were hanging out or whatever that will always remind you of a certain person. That's true. Like, I had a buddy back in college. We used to get drunk and... uh try to recite the lyrics of We Didn't Start the Fire to see who can go the furthest without messing up. So now, every time I hear that song, I want to drink, but in a good way. Oh, I love that song. Alright, next up is a song obviously dedicated to children. It is When You Dream. That is my least favorite song on the whole album. I mean, it's... Obviously, it's not that high up for me because it is number eight out of 13, so. With life just began, my sleeping new son has eyes that roll back in his head. They flutter and dart. He slows down his heart and pictures a world past his bed. It's hard to believe as I watch you breathe. Your mind drifts and weaves. When you dream, what do you dream about? One thing, I love the lyrics of this song, but I think why it's my least favorite is because it's slow, I think. If that song at the same beat, I was faster, I think I would appreciate it more. But it's about a dream, and it's very dreamy sounding. And again, that's the other thing, is looking at a song, there's three different ways that you could really like a song. You could like the melody, you could like the lyrics, or all three, you know, a and B. True. So you might like the lyrics, but the song itself is meh. And yeah, I can definitely see that with this one. So. Now, what do you always like? What do you listen to first, the melody or the lyrics when you first hear a song? I just usually go by the melody, and that that that's like when I'm doing this, when I'm judging a song, I'm I don't look up the lyrics before I put it in a certain position. I go by, okay, how does the melody make me feel? And then I'm like, all right, now let me focus on the lyrics. Okay, that's why I'm going to put this in this spot and so and so. That makes sense, okay. All right, next up, number seven is track seven, Call and Answer. This song is such a powerful song. I'm a song for my favorite page, favorite And I was always 
Alanis Morissette, like Joan Durant, um, when she opened for Ben Ladies. It was around this time, too, um, that they should have recorded that the single with her voice and his voice and the song is amazing. Oh, I can imagine. I'm going to have to try to look that up now. I, yeah. I believe there's a version of it, a recorded version of iTunes, um, where there used to be, but that should have been recorded as a single. If I would have been their manager, I would have been lunacy. I would have put him in the studio right away, and that would have been the freaking hit. Um, great song, great song. Alright, so the lyrics are I think it's getting to the point where I can be myself again. I think it's getting to the point where we have almost made amends. I think it's getting to the point that this is the hardest part, and if you call, I will answer. So it's obviously about, you know, a breakup when you're like, okay, I can now not look at the person and not want to punch them. Yeah. And you know what? That was the last song that you made sang on stage with Ben Angelated before they reunited for the um, Juno Awards um, years ago. But like the last talk, um, show that they did, that was the last song he sang with that. So kind of, kind of fitting with the lyrics. Oh yeah, that I mean, that's almost karma right there. Yeah. All right, next up is going to be track number 10. For me, it's number six. Who Needs Sleep? This would have been number three, I think, for me. Have um, we gotten to your number one yet? Uh, no, we have not. All right, well, that's not bad then. At least you know that your number one is somewhere in my top five. Yeah, yeah we have not gotten to number one yet. Who Needs Sleep with the lyrics, Now I Lay Me Down Not to Sleep. I just get tangled in the sheets. I swim and sweat three inches deep. Just lay, lay back and claim defeat. I mean, as an insomniac who needs sleeping pills, I feel this song on a molecular level. <laughs> <laughs> who did they say they quote? Oh, like, what was it? Like the Second World War or something? I love that line. I, I don't write down all the lyrics. I just pick. No, but that's like my favorite part of the song. That's another song that when they do it live, it's like really, really good. And I heard him actually do that song, um, like almost not heavy metal, but like hard rock, like, you know, in concert. And it sounded like completely different. I love that song. All right, next up. Next up is track number three, Light Up My Room. Oh, this song um, has brought tears to my eyes before. This is a sweet, sweet song. Yes. Late at night, when the wires in the walls sing in tune with the din of the falls, I'm conducting it all while I sleep to light this whole town. If you question what I would do to get over and be with you, lift you up, over everything to light up my room. What do you think this song's about? I would, if I had to guess, uh, you know, feeling that electricity between two people and using that, you know, metaphorically to light up his room. That makes sense. I always thought it was um, something to do with someone dying. I mean, I can totally see that. Okay. That's good. I thought I was crazy. Um, that's also another 
Next up is one of the other singles. So far, we've talked about Call and Answer was released as a single, and so was Told You So. But next up, it was the second single released. It's called It's All Been Done. Great, great, great. One of my favorite songs that they have. Super poppy, fun, very fun song. Good video for that one, too. I had this at one point. It went back and forth between three and four, and I'm like... And ultimately, I'm just like, uh, as much as I like this song, I like the, you know, the next song we'll talk about just a little bit more. So the lyrics are, I met you before the fall of Rome and I begged you to let me take you home. You were wrong. I was right. You said goodbye. I said goodnight. It's all been done before. And um, I remember they did that on Conan and they were on, um, and when they did it on Jay Leno, David the yeah, I did hear. I, I when researching this album, I did hear about that. That's just weird when they're just like, "So you're here to talk about X Files, but you want to join the Bare Naked Ladies? Sure, yeah. why not?" <laughs> well, he's a musician too, different company. Just has a new album out. Yep. All right, number three is track number nine. Never is enough. Number one. Number one. And like I said, I went back and forth where I'm like, do I want this or do I want it's all been done? And the more I listen to Never Is Enough, I'm like, no, I, I got to put that in at three. I love Never Is Enough. It's such a poppy, poppy, fun song. Love it live. Um, still doing great live. Great, great, great song. I could go to Europe, travel with my friends. I could blow a thousand Dutch marks to get drunk in a pub with some Australians. Buy a giant backpack, sew a flag on the back. Think never's enough. Yeah, never is enough. Oh yeah, this is this is a quintessential poppy, the kind of music you think of when you think of bare naked ladies. Yeah. Number two. Now is track number six. One of my all-time favorite drinking songs. <laughs> Alcohol, my permanent accessory. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was going to be your number one song. I don't know why. I t- it was close. Again, I tend to put the more well-known songs at number one for a reason. Because, you know, even the artists know, hey, this song is great. And I tend to lean in that direction as well. But alcohol is close. It could have been 1A and 1B at this point. That makes sense. Hey, hey, you want to hear some crazy trivia? Sure. Brad Paisley had a song called yep. Alcohol yep. too. And what other Spanish songs did have the same title? Brad Paisley had the same title. Not from this album, from a different album. I do not know. Celebrity. See, I don't know that version of Bare Naked Ladies. I do know the Paisley version. Yeah, it's different song, but same time. They should just go on tour together, I mean. Oh, can you imagine? That'd be really, really cool. I mean, Brad Paisley's the kind of guy that would do it. Like, he's got such a weird sense of humor. He did a Shark Week episode this past year. Yes, that was that was crazy. I, I saw that. I, was, I mean... But alcohol, that's Absolutely love the song Alcohol. I 
it's one of those songs that I could literally listen to over and over again and not get sick of it. And, and I heard them do that live, or I saw them do it live, and they did that. I feel like they hard rock song too. It is definitely on my drinking playlist because yes, I'm not much of an alcoholic that I have a drinking playlist. And of course, that leads just number one. Speaking of the letter, the number one, one week. Yep. It's been one week since you looked at me, cocked your head to the side and said, I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me saying, get that together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room, I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday, you'd be for, you'd forgiven me, but it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. I mean, that's just every couple fighting. Oh, 100%. Because nobody in a relationship wants to admit that they're wrong, so they wait until the other person's like, maybe they'll say it. I'm not. I'm too prideful to say it. Maybe they'll... And you have five-day fights for no reason. That was that biggest hit, I believe. And yep. Yeah, because again, like, there were a couple decent hits off Gordon, like If I Had a Million Dollars, which I don't think blew up quite as big as One Week did. And One Week is a nonsensical, like, completely silly song. And like I said, it's about pride and stupidity. And yet, because it's about pride and stupidity, we all relate to it. I, it was on Spotify, but I only wanted to do the al- the songs that were released when the album was originally released. Long way back home, that was like a podcast song. I wanted my dad, and this was like, my dad was such a hero in 1998 when this album came out. Um, I don't think he even heard the album. I mean, he heard the previous album, because, you know, just a big fan. But I don't know for sure if you heard this album or not. But Long Way Back Home sounds like a song I wish my dad would have covered. Because it would have been amazing. And you mentioned your dad. I think it's only fair that we, you know, bring this up on this, a music podcast. Since your dad is a fucking rock star. And I'm, of course, referring to Mr. Lonesome Dave Peverett of the band Foghat. And it makes sense that I have you on this podcast because music is also a big part of our friendship. After all, for like three years, we would make each other mixtapes every single month. Do you know what? That was one of my favorite, favorite things to work in at Disney is meeting you. And during that, I had so much fun doing that. I, I, I learned a lot of great music from you. I don't know that I would have learned who Dave Edmonds was. 
say, but yeah, that you told me you opened up so many songs I didn't know, like interested a band. That was such a fun thing that we did. I don't know how we started it, but we're like, let's just freaking continue this. And we did it, like I said, for like three years. Yeah, like once a month we would do it. Yep. I have several of them. Unfortunately, through my various moves through three different states, they were uh, casualties, unfortunately, but I do have some of them still, so. That's cool. But, you know, you remember Dave Edmonds, you know. But, yeah, I had so much fun coming out, with, you know, with songs to do, and, um, I still make, like, make CDs of different, like, I just made one, well, I'm making one right now, of So what did you think of your first podcast experience? fact i'm going to my uh my list of things to put on and i'm gonna put you down for a squeeze album i mean that's too obvious Well, you know, you, you once went on tour with uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. I think you'd sign up to go on that tour, too. I would, 100 All right, well, that's going to wrap up another episode of Ranking Tracks. I want to thank my guest, Jason, for being here. Thanks for inviting me. Anytime, and in the meantime, make sure you check out all the other great shows here on CKCC Radio. Have a good one, everybody.